0: Shabbat, Saf, Kuf, Mem, for starting 13 lines from the bottom. Kuf, Mem, Om, and by the Mishnah. Garfum, Flea, Patam, Msak, and Stun, Flea, Rei, Divra, says you'll have to clean out a trough that's in front of a shard that's being fattened in order to make it ready for Shechita, and you'll have to take out all the junk that's in it prior to putting in the food, the Tevin, and Sirem, because that way the shard will actually eat it. Otherwise, it might be disgusted from its food and it won't eat and that's why you'll allowed to do it in addition if the food was already there and you want to now take some of the food and pile it up into a pile instead of being in multiple locations so the behemoth might step on it and might cause its excrement to go in and therefore ruin the food you'll have to move it to its side and there's no problem we'll see what the problem may be in the Gemara because the Chalmers chalm say that's also we'll see if it's going on a ratio to say it for maybe both in addition you could take from one behemoth and you could place it in front of another behemoth in order for that behemoth to eat, because a behemoth has no problem eating from another behemoth, especially if it's the same type of breed. So a shar from a shar, a chamar from a chamar, we'll see in the Gemara if it would be a shar to a chamar, a chamar to a shar, if that would be allowable as well. The Gemara is, s-i what the Rabbanon said, it's us and arguing. and Rabdesah. is it only on the Rasha that the Chalak, and the reason is because you're coming to be mashed for gumais, that if you're going to take out the dirt from the trough, you can actually clear out the wor- area, and you're going to flatten the surface, and that's going to be a problem, bab-ina. or or, our is only on the Saviour that the Chaluk, since the Meichel behem already has some ray inside, it already has some excrement inside, therefore it's a problem muksa, and that's why now I'll move it. Or, our Tabayeh Plague at the Chaluk on both cases. So, Tashma, we learned to the Bible, you can't move it to the side, and they're both Asa. The only time we have between Rabdesit and Chaluk is only when you had a trough in the Kaka, which means that you made, basically made a corral, and that's the area that you place the food in, but it wasn't in a special Kli. I'll be with but but if it's actually a real trough that was made as a Kli, there, since it's a Kli, everyone would agree it's mutter. Why? Because you're not going to have the problem with Ashfi Gumes. In addition, the second case, you're not going to have a problem with Muqsa. How can it be that the Ibas of Kaka is going to be Muta come Ashfi Therefore, for sure, it's going to be Meshfi Gumes. Even if Dice has to agree that you can't do it over there because you might flatten out the surface and make sure everything is flat and therefore it's going to be a problem with Baina if it's in a house or if it's in the sod, it might be a Chayush. The only machleig is only by ibis hal Al ibis to be kol Everyone agrees by ibis shalkaka Even Rabbeinu agrees that it will be also because of As- mashvi gumas. Now, why would it be also in ibis hal there's no mashvi However, the Chumash says it's also because of or to the ibis hal kaka. V'nayilum uftay behemah. The Mishnah said the allowed to take food from one behemah and place it in front of another behemah. So Tanachad we have one verse that says v'nayilum uftay behemah shpir take in front of behemah that that behemah's status is that they have a nice mouth. If V'nayilum uftay of shpir. And put it in front of Behemoth that has a bad mouth. But Tanya Iduk, we have another bice that says you'll add to take from Behemoth that has a bad mouth and put it in front of Behemoth that's Piyi Yafa. What does that mean? The Chareid to between the biceps, number one, and number two. once it's Piyi you'll add to move in front of Piyi and once it's Piyi to Piyi Ra. The Chareid to steer. Am Abaya, Iduk Iduk, Mikamei Chamer, Mikamei Tura. We're talking about the same case. We're talking about taking from in front of a donkey and putting that food in front of an ox. That Shachklinon, that you'll add to do but however from in front of an axe in front of a to put it in front of a donkey and to give the food to a donkey that you can't do now even of course you're allowed to take from a donkey and put it to a donkey or an axe to another axe they're going to eat from each other however from two different species that's the question Then Gemara says only from a donkey to an axe why it's referring to chamar. it doesn't drool and therefore so you're allowed to take the food that originally the donkey started eating from and give it to to a ox or to a cow. And we turn to Kufmah Malf, the Isla is Riri. The ox and the cow have drool, and therefore the opposite would be not okay. You can't take from the food of an ox and give it to a donkey because they won't eat it, because they would be disgusted by the fact that the ox was drooling inside that food. Rab is also talking about chamar. You'll have to take from a Hamar, the Loy Why is it called rab in this case? Because they're not particular, not discriminating, and they will even eat michael Behemoth that has in it thorns, and thistles. And that's why they're much less particular. However, the nice of Ekel, it's referring to a cow or an ox, which is more mediic and more discriminating what it eats. So the words of pira and yafa in the second verse are not necessarily giving us the reason for the halacha. It's just giving us a description of the animals that we're referring to. Mishnah, if you have straw that's anamita. And generally straw is used like Rashi's says last sucker for firewood and therefore it's muksa. And now you want to come out lie it down and you want to make it smoother and spread it across the bed Le- and will be able to move it with your hands because it's muksa I know it'll be good for you. However, you'll let it move it with your body like Rashi says the may and that's not tiltal. But Michael Behamer, if it was already Michael microbahema, set aside before showers for microbema, therefore it's not nah muksa, Or if you had a pillow on top of it, or a blanket therefore you're showing before Shabbos that you were going to use it as a bed but not the then you're allowed to move your hand because it was set aside for use on Shabbos the clothing press or iron of the Baal Batem, which was not a professional iron that you're allowed to loosen up in order to take out a shirt or something that was in there to press from before Shabbos however you're not allowed to stop pressing something on Shabbos Rashi said because it's going to be it's only going to happen and it takes time because it's not using heat and therefore from the pressure it's going to take a long time to press it, and therefore it's only going to be used during the weekday and you're preparing for coil. Others say it's actually the coil and that therefore it would be also Even if it's something that you could complete on the same day, it will be also According to Rashi then that shouldn't be also. Now what is that exactly? The way that they used to have an iron or press, they used to have two heavy boards and they used to set them on top of beggar. They sandwiched the beggar in between and then they put pressure on it by putting them down and then locking them in with screws that were on the edges. However once they wanted to be matter, they had to loosen up those pegs and take them out in order to Open it up. So you're allowed to open it up, but you're not allowed to go and put them on and start pressing something on Shabbat Shon. But if it's a professional press, you're not even touch it. Now, why is that? So Rashi says, Over there would be more sterile because it was much more professional and therefore it would be a bigger problem. Rabbi Huda says If it was already opened a little bit on Ere even by the one that was a professional press then you could open the entire thing and you could slip out your clothing. The Gemara says We had this Gemara before that if you have a detached radish that you put into the ground in order to store it of course it can't be attached because if it was attached it, it would be a problem Keizer. However, if it was detached, and now you just have it in the ground, and you're pulling up from the top, which is the thicker part, and the bottom is closer to the bottom of the cocker, then you're allowed to pull it up because you're not going to move the cocker. However, in the if the radish was put in upside down, and therefore the top is the small part, and the bottom, closer to the bottom of the ground, was thicker, then it's also because by pulling it out, you could be moving the cocker. Now, even though it tilted that minatsad you're not actually moving the dirt with your hands, you're moving it through the radish. Um, we see from this Mishnah of ours that not like this dinner of Rav Nachman because Hakash, like um, you a little bit of a little bit of and you bit of a and bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a of that you do it in a way that's klachiyad. First of all, you do it with the handle of the sakan. In addition, you have to do one at a time, that would be mutter. However, tahti Asa, if you do two at a time, that would be us. So you need two things. First of all, only one, and secondly with a handle of a sakin, which is klachiyad. Generally it's done with a mortar or with a millstone, and therefore by doing it this way, it's klachiyad, and therefore mutter. Mishani Once you mishani, you're doing it with the back of the knife or the handle of the knife, then you can even do many of them at one time, and there's no din to only do one when someone goes into the water and therefore is very wet before coming out or right when you get out you have to dry yourself very well and then start walking otherwise since you have a lot of water on you it will be like you're carrying four amas and kamas which is awesome when you're in the water itself you're pushing the water and you're pushing and it would actually be also and we know a body of water generally a kamas the rabbanu didn't make a on kyicha in the comments only from carrying, therefore, dry yourself off, but pushing the water in the actual river body or the body of the water would not be also awesome. titchal garbagel. If you have mud or clay on your foot or on your shoe, you can rub it off on the ground However, you now place it onto the keisel Because if you place it on the kaisal, it looks like you are being burned. So I'm my type of coisa in the Mexico it looks like burned. That's not a real binion, that's something that poor people do, peasants do, and that's not a practice proper Generally, if someone wants to coat their out their walls, they would do it in a better fashion with nice things, for example, like lime. However, by putting mud on it, that's like a mud hut. That's not a very proper way to do it. Elimrova, Mekonka, Mekaisel, no, the opposite way. You'll let it actually wipe it off on a wall. The A-Mekonka, however, you're not to do it on the ground. Why? Dilma, us, for your Because if you put it in a place where you're going to be rubbing it, and it's going to be on an angle, for example, or if there's holes there, then you're going to come to fill up gumis, and that's going to be a problem. Either of Baina or of um, like we always say, difference between a house or a field. Itma, we learned. also. He says both of them. If it's on Kaka or if it's on Kaisel, they're both also. Both because of Baina and because of Ashvi So, Papa, I'm not Echzev both of them would be Mutta. According to Barbara Ravina, says it's awesome both. How do you wipe off your shoes? You could use either a wood piece that's not part of a binyan, therefore, there's no problem with binyan, or you could use a stone, for example, that's not part of a binyan as well. That would be mutter to do. A person shouldn't sit by the opening of a lechi where it's between a movi, for example, and a Rabin, because maybe something will roll out of your hands and you'll have to go take it and you're not going to realize you're right by the... The, the opening between the Rishis and Rishis Rahman, you'll come to carry it and that will be an Issa De Raisa. A person shouldn't move and maneuver a barrel in its place. They used to do it by moving it around from side to side and it would make a place that it would sit, sit in that spot very tightly because by doing so you may come to flatten and level the ground. A person shouldn't pack very tightly the wet flocking or cotton, some sort of a material that they put into a jug in order to stuff it up. Because maybe since it's wet, you'll stuff it in very well and it'll come to be sacred. It'll come to take out the water and that's a problem. If you have dirt or mud on your bag, you will let to take it and rub it from the inside of the clothing to the outside of the clothing and without water do this and therefore remove the tit. But you can't take it and rub it from the outside Sorry. yes, Ticha Minola, we have a b'raise that says that if you have tit on your shoe, you could scrape it off with the back of a knife, and what's on your bagad, you're allowed to do it with your nail, and you can't rub the bagad itself. And the b'raise doesn't seem to make a difference if you're rubbing on the outside of the or from the inside of the bagad. it means Now you can't rub it from the outside, but you're allowed to still do Now what's the is over here? Of course the is is that looks like malabin says. Now why is not malabin mamish? By rubbing it off so first of all you're not taking off mamas you're just taking off a layer that's on top and in addition there ain't nice in shamayim since you didn't put water there therefore that would would not be considered malab and you're allowed to rub and scrape off something from a new shoe but not from an old shoe why is that Raja says if you do it then it's going to peel off a layer of the leather and it's going to smooth the leather and therefore that would be an issa of mamach when you're allowed to do it for a new shoe, you're allowed to be Megari you're allowed to rub it off. How can you do that? I'm Rav O. Rav- 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 says Begav from the back of a knife. The same idea that only with a tool where it's going to be Klachiyad, it's not going to actually rub it off. However, if it would be something sharper, then you can't do it because it might rub it and you come to be Machik. This is how Rashi learns the Gemara that's referring to a new shoe. However, other have learned that we just said that you're not allowed to rub off the dirt off a old shoe. The Gemara is asking, how could you actually rub dirt off of an old shoe? And we answer Begav sakin as long as it's Klachiyad, that would be good. We just learned Rav Ov said in the name of Yannai that you let us scrape off a new shoe, but not an old shoe. So Amalei Husaba, this older person. Generally that's al Yoronov he said, Same did khomikameha. We have to delete your because there's a braissa that says against you. The turnabiro khial learned the braisa. In Megaran, you can't rub off Loy Minol Khaj, Loiminal Yosh. And therefore you see against what Rabavoh said. Because Rabbo said, you would be able to be Megarah. The Gavara continues, from that Brycea, Blayaswagli Shaman, you not smear your foot with shaman, bu bet if it's gonna be inside the shoe already, because then by placing the shaman on it, it's gonna get onto the shoe and it's gonna actually tan it by making it smoother, Rashi said. It's considered which is isedraser, or if it's between in the sandal itself. However, you let us smear your foot shemun with oil, and then afterwards put in a sandal. Even though afterwards, the dripping of the oil will cause the. Um, tanning of the shoe or the sandal. However, since you put it on your foot first, that is not a problem. In addition, you could smear your whole body with Shemin and then you could roll around on a leather board some sort of a uh, tablecloth or some sort of a sheet. There's no problem either because you put it on your go first and then you put it onto the leather board. And even if it's going to have some sort of ebud that's not going to be a problem. Even though we just said that you let to put it on your foot first And then put in your shoe, or you'll have to put in your body first and then go onto this leather table. This is only mutter. If your kavana was to polish it, but if your kavana was to be ma'abed it, then that would be usah. if your kavanah is to be ma'abed, to actually tan it, of course it's partially you can't do that because we surely make a gzeri, even if you put it on your body first or you're doing it by putting it on your leg first, then you're putting your shoe in, of course that's going to be also because that's going to be or two that you may come to be ma'abed, something be a V'su. Another thing, you're going to tell me that you're allowed to do something only to polish it. Of course we should be polish polishing atu, a case, that you're going to go and be ma'ab b'yadayim. What Rav Chista meant to say is as follows. We're only talking about if you put on oil enough to polish that item. But if the share of oil that you put on so much that you can even do ibr with it, you can even tan with it, then it'll be us. It's irrelevant. Your It's a gzera atu ibr b'yadayim. The Gemara says, a person who is not a cotton, but a person who is small or short and his feet are small, he can can't go out with a large shoe which is not fitting him because it might fall off and then you'll come to carry it in Rosh where with a or to potentially carrying however since a gadol, even though it's a large shirt or a large bagot that's on him since it's not going to fall off because it's something that's still on his body therefore you'll have to go out with that with not geyser that you might come to carry it the Gemara says, a woman specifically can't go out with a shoe that's ripped on the top because they're more concerned about it and they see their friend, they're going to be embarrassed, they're going to take it off and potentially carry it in the street. If that is the shoe that the man is wearing, where the woman's supposed to take off the shoe of the man, you're not only use it a Manal Murupet. Pais points out, it only means a menal that's a little bit ripped, however, it would be very ripped that chalitza would not be kosher at all because, however, on this menal that's ripped a little bit, if you use it for chalitza, the chalitza will actually be kosher. And one more din, you go out with a brand new shoe that you never used at all. What type of shoe are we referring to? only a woman's shoe, because women were more makhbed to have a perfect fit, and if it didn't fit perfectly, then it's the first time using it, they might come to pick it up and walk within the street. However, a man is not generally Makbid and then Therefore, there won't be an in, uh, issue. In That's only referring to someone that didn't use this new shoe even for a little bit before Shabbos. If you already walked on it and you walked outside of on, on Shabbos and therefore was a good foot, then you're allowed to walk on it on Shabbos, even though it's potentially the first day that you're using this shoe. You're allowed to take off a shoe from its form. So, the way they used to make shoes, and they still make shoes in many cases, they have a form that they fit the leather on and they work on that form, and then at some point, once it's shaped and once everything's done, then they take it off of that form. So it, uh, you're allowed to take off a uh, shoe off that form on Shabbos, even though it's the first time you're using it. But other brays, we say ain't Shabbos. You're allowed to take off. So Gemara says Lakasha. What's the difference between the braysa? Harab lezer It's machlees between harab blazer harab banan. It's not. We learned in the Mishnah. But if you have a shoe that's completely finished but it's still on its form, Rabbi Lezer says it's considered tar, it's not considered a It's not yet considered a shoe until. You you take it off of the form. The Chavim, however, the Chavim say, it's already, tell it's already considered Shoe because all you have to do is pull it off of the form and anyone could do that. It's something easy. You don't need a Uman to do that. Now, therefore, the fear that, our Brisa, the one that says you'll have to take a Minol off the Imus is because the Minol is a Muxa, it's a Kli, that's Rabbanan. And when we said Minol, that's Rabbala, because the Minol is not a Kli and therefore, it's considered a Muxa, you'll to take it off. Now the Gemari is bothered because even if you're Rabana that the shoe is a muksa, however, the form, the emus, is a dovishmalachalissa. So the gomar, yes, honey, it makes sense of quantum. The arm of Davish when you have a clichmlach to lisa, bangless terakuf, banal circumcarious then you let him move it, e uf, even over here. You're not moving the emus, the form for itself, but you use in moving it in order to have the place of the shoe. What's the place of the shoe? That now you'll be able to put your foot into the shoe because the emus was blocking it. That's considered and therefore it's mutter. it that makes sense. Why you to move the shoe off of the emus even though you're going to move the imos, that the only time we said it's to move something that's only. How can you take the shoe off of the form? You're going to be moving the form, and therefore that should be also. my instance, we're talking about that the shoe is on this form, but very loosely, and therefore you could take off the shoe without actually moving the form, and that's why it's weak it would be. Be very loose on this form; that won't be muta. So, about time and roughui. It seems it's only muta because it's roughui. According to Rabbi Yehuda, haloi roughui, That makes sense now. Hanichla abaya. The price seems exactly abaya. Dom and davish malach talissa lutzarech guvim muta lutzarech also shop it. That's why it had to be loose because if it would be tightly on these this form, you won't be able to move the form because that would be a klish malach talissa and you can't move the lutzarech mekayim. Why, Rabbi, would have to say that it was only on the form loosely? even if it was on the form very tightly, you could still move it because it's litzarich m'kayimai, and the Gemara answers that the Bryce that says Rabbi Huda holds it has to be loose on that form. That has nothing to do with Rabbanon, but heed Rabbi Huda, The dinner Rabbi is mishum Rabbi He holds like the shita Rabbi The Tanya Rabbi Judah and mishum Meaning Rabbi said that a shoe that's on a form is not considered a kli, and that's why it was considered tar benigay of tumah and and Shabbos. We said you're not allowed to move it because the actual shoe is considered a muxa. And Rabbi Huda says a Chiddush in Rabbi Lezer that the din is, that the only time Rabbi Lezer said his din is if very tightly onto the form, therefore it's not considered clear because you have to take off the shoe from this form. However, it was only on the form very loosely, therefore it's not b'chus' really taking that off, and therefore it's considered clear, and therefore would number one be tummy, and number two, you'd rather move it on Shabbos, it's not considered b'chus', so, and we'll stop over here. Hadronach ta'len, hadronach Hadron hadronach ta'len.